Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Let's do this. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Good morning and welcome, everyone, to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Uh, Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios, kicking off a brand new week. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. I trust your weekend was decent? Not too terribly bad. I uh, I might have messed up my body clock a little bit watching the uh, 24-hour of Le Mans race on Saturday. <laughs> Because I was up till about 3.30 in the morning on Sunday trying to stay with it, which it finally wound up ending about 8.30. Oh, man. Well, it was, it was, it was heartbreaking. <laughs> I didn't really have a dog in the hunt. I mean, I was, I was rooting for the American team, the Corvettes. They came in second in their class behind the Ferraris, which, I mean, think about it, a Corvette hang, hanging with a Ferrari, that's pretty cool in it is. itself yeah. for 24 hours going around the track. But... uh I forget the guy's name, but it was in, I believe, the LMP2 class. Hmm. They had been running 23 hours and 57 minutes. It was basically the last lap, and his car gave up on him. And he was in first place. He was winning it. He could smell the victory, and it just fell apart on him. And I felt so bad for the guy. I don't remember his name, but that was one. I managed to wake up in time for the end of the race and called that, and then... They almost had a snafu because, if you're unfamiliar, I, this was my first time watching the 24-hour of Le Mans, but I, I did know that they have a tradition where the, the guy that waves the checkered flag at the end, he's not up in this big high tower waving it. No, he goes out on the track and waves it at the cars, and he almost got kneecapped by a car. It was huh. close. Well, It was a I, wild and wacky finish for a 24-hour okay. race. Not being a racing fan, I have to ask, where was the race? It's on the Circuit de la Sarthe in France. Okay. It's one of the oldest races. I want to say it started back in the early 1900s. Wow. Oh, yeah. Hmm. It's the... uh, it's the background for the movie that was had Christian Bale and uh, oh, what's his face? It, it was Ford versus Ferrari. That was a movie that came out recently. It was all about Ford back in the '60s developing the GT40 and sending it to Le Mans to try to beat Ferrari. Ever been in a Ferrari? No, can't say that I have. Seems Although I heard Dak Prescott got him one. Oh, seemed a bit overpriced to me. I don't know what they cost. A quarter million last time I checked. Yeah, they're pretty pricey. Well, unique vehicles, to say the least. Oh, yeah. They do look awfully cool. They do. But 
you have to be sort of careful around certain roads because they're so low to the ground, right? You yeah, any... that's uh, that's a problem that the the capitalists of the world have solved now. They have these little things you can install on the bottom of those low riding cars that kind of help it scrape along. I mean, they're you have to replace them every once in a while because they wear out, but they protect your car from going over curbs and stuff like wow. that. Did not know that. So they don't sense it and like change the suspension to maybe lift it. They more I think just, some of them do, but I okay. don't think Ferraris do that. Because that's plausible. Oh yeah, I mean, we talk about electric vehicles and how that's slowly becoming the future of cars, but you look at some of the technology that's coming out of racing and supercars and hypercars and all that, you think about what a game changer it was when the industry transitioned from the carburetor to fuel injection. Very true. And the economy of the, the fuel mileage that we got from that. I believe it's Koenigsegg, a German company, has figured out a way using that same kind of concept, an, an electronic modulated system, but instead of fuel, they use it on the valves, which is the air coming in, because you got to have fuel and you got to have air for the explosion. And by doing that, they've got a car where it's a three-cylinder engine, but because of the electric valve, electro electronic valves, it gets just as much power as a Ferrari V12 hmm. with Amazing. a quarter of the cylinders. Amazing. Uh, technology, and but it's something you'd probably be hearing more about if you didn't have this big push for electric vehicles. Good point, but none of that's surprising, right? That's just another example of ingenuity that stems from capitalism, where there there are problems or opportunities, and people use their God-given skills and talent and knowledge. To solve those problems, that's that's just how many times we've we seen that. And oh yeah, I mean there were uh, the two cars that won it all at Le Mans over the weekend were made by Toyota, and they're hybrids. <laughs> uh, hybrids, and they're talking about hmm. introducing another class in the coming years that would be running on hydrogen, <laughs> where the byproduct of the engine would be steam <laughs> instead of greenhouse gases. Well, that solves that problem in terms of the greenhouse gas carbon emissions problem. But if you think finding a plug-in for your electric vehicle is tough, <laughs> where are you going to find somewhere to fill, fill up on hydrogen? Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's a good point. But if there is a, an opportunity and a demand, somebody will figure oh, yeah? that out. And that, again, you know, I, we've talked about this before on the program, is most of us mere mortals in terms of our intellect, we always think about solving problems given the tools that are available today at our disposal, readily available. And the, the really just out there, super smart innovators, inventors, they think about inventing the tools to solve those problems or utilizing existing tools to create new wares. Uh, new um, products and services and new technology and, and new functionality. And What's we, the old adage? Necessity is the mother of invention? Yeah, I believe that's right. We don't think about that. And they get rewarded by the market for such inventions because we all consume what they invent. 
This From the six, it was Matt Damon. He played Carroll Shelby in the oh. movie Ford versus Ferrari. Cool. So Matt Damon was the guy in charge of the Ford racing team, playing Carroll Shelby, who's of Shelby fame, who worked on the Mustangs and made the Shelby Cobra and all that fun racing from the 60s and 70s. And then Christian Bale played the uh, the driver. I forget his name. Yeah. Uh, well, while you were whilst you were watching Le Mans, I was uh, <laughs> traversing the golf courses in Gulf Shores. I bet that was warm. It was hot, no question. Played uh, Kiva Dunes Saturday and Sunday, and the Peninsula on Friday. But yesterday, on the final hole, 18, encountered a rather large reptile. <laughs> What's with me on the golf course come, coming into contact with these animals? It was about, I figured, a 10-foot alligator there that was perched on the bank between a greenside bunker and a lake that borders uh, the hole there. I think you'll be safe until you start hearing him talk to you. <laughs> Once that happens, then we got to start worrying. <laughs> but or we can make a movie. Yeah. I got, you know, within 30 feet, maybe, kept my distance to shoot. I had to shoot a couple of photographs, of course, of that. But he was just kind of minding his business, and I was minding mine. <laughs> Fortunately, I didn't hit my ball where I had to traverse his path, you know. That so tends it, to be the way wildlife works. <laughs> live and let live. You leave them alone, they leave you alone. Yeah. we've The wildlife guys on the show have talked about that, I think. They're coming on today. So I'll have to share my experience of <laughs> coming across this giant reptile. It really was big. I mean, the, the head looked like it was three feet of the ten-foot body, it seemed like. I'm estimating ten, but uh, just sort of eyeballing that. I think it was dang close. That head was humongous, though, on that thing. Now, it had this kind of green, almost moss-looking sort of substance on its back. Is that something about alligators? I've never heard, seen or heard that before. Somebody well, I mean, I would a imagine back or something. Yeah, it's, it, it's either a very sedentary animal where it's growing on it, which I kind of yeah. doubt. That's usually more like turtles and tortoises and stuff. Or you think about you get some algae on the top of a, a little body of water and the gator goes under and then comes up and it gets stuck on all those little crags on its skin. I would imagine that would probably be more applicable. Well, uh, again, it caused no problems for us and we caused no problems for it. So I, I would say that was a successful encounter. <laughs> I bogeyed it, unfortunately. That was unsuccessful. The day before, I did par it. So I had par. It's a hard hole, uh, honestly. So I wasn't too upset about that. We're going to step aside for a break here. It's Monday on the JT Show. We'll come back with more at 11.05. Representative Trey Lamar, chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee, will get what's on his mind with respect to the possibility of a special session. What he's got planned for the 2022 session, et cetera. And then Mississippi Outdoors Radio at 12.05. Stay with us.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies and hot, high near 97. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 75. Tuesday, a scorcher as well, sunny skies, high near 98. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 75. And a 40% chance of rain on Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 96. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Mississippi's big Second Amendment tax-free holiday is coming up August 27th through the 29th. We'll be open all three days with a store full of guns, ammo, optics, and more. To make this weekend even better, we'll be giving additional discounts on all our tax-free items, not just a selected few. Lots of guns and ammo at great discounts. It doesn't get any better than that. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you there. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me, <laughs> almost. You know? And of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. <laughs> and then the whole, it seemed like the whole office came in and, and looked, but it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. You know, just talking about inventions and technology advances, 
Tesla, you can't you can't count that guy out on anything. I mean, regardless of what you think about Elon Musk, he is a uniquely gifted inventor. He is a visionary, and the thing you have to like about him is that he tackles the hardest problems. And he's he doesn't uh, he doesn't let them intimidate him. And he comes up with solutions, or he certainly puts puts uh, wheels in motion to develop them. So they've invented, introduced last week, a new supercomputer, the Dojo. You see this? Mm. And they're claiming that it is sort of optimized for, for artificial intelligence. And, and of course... Underlying machine learning and artificial intelligence is the ability of a machine to learn. And I give you a very simplistic example, folks, of, of machine learning, which is let's say you're reading an email, you're accessing your email, and you select, you use your email tool, your client system, either on your phone or even on your could be another computing device. Let's just say you want to move it to a folder, and you've you've set folders up in such a way that they are categorized. You categorize, you sort of archive, save your email. It's a way to kind of organize your life in your email. And when you select to move it to a folder, it will often recommend a folder, and it's typically the right folder. So what's happened is the machine inside the email system has used machine learning to get smart. So it knows based on other emails with certain context, certain lexicon of words and phrases and subject matter, hey, this probably is where you want to move it. It's gotten smart. It's been trained, if you will. That's just a simplistic example, just to kind of illustrate. Yeah, I would say an even simpler example is texting. Predictive texting. Exactly. Your, your phone, if you're using it to text a lot, learns what words you tend to type after other words or when they begin with these three letters. Well, they usually use these four words that begin with these three letters, so let's try this one. It, in, and it, it's all about the context and the way you've used it. Absolutely. It's how it learns what you've done. So those, those are two great sort of consumer um, examples of of prediction by the system using machine learning, well, you can imagine, <clears throat> excuse me, when we start releasing a lots of autonomous vehicles on the road, machine learning and artificial intelligence, and machine learning is a form of artificial intelligence, it's critical to making that work. Well, that requires processing an enormous <laughs> amount of data very rapidly. Yeah, machine learning is something that has come about with the increase in the computing technology. Because you had the idea, I mean, you think about virtual reality. You go back to the early 90s, you had, you had the idea of virtual reality and people trying to implement it, but without the computing power to pull it off. Same thing. People in the 90s were talking about artificial intelligence, but at that time, we didn't have the computing power for machine learning you had to go in and manually teach it and train it. You That's had to correct. run through certain exercises. Like I remember watching the the robot the robot they were trying to teach how to catch a baseball. 
and they kept throwing the ball at it. And nowadays, with machine learning, it would learn, oh, I move my arm here and catch the ball here. But in that, they had to teach it, all right, move your arm up. All right, move your arm up at this time. Move your arm up at this time and squeeze. Like, they had to put that all into code and load it. The machine couldn't do it on its own. Absolutely correct. And with the increase of processing horsepower and storage capacity, because you've got to store a lot of data for that as well, that, that has given rise to commercialization of AI and machine learning. Machine learning, of course, being a form of AI. But anyhow, Musk, his team, has come up with this dojo supercomputer which, uh, and he kind of teased about this in, in development about a year or so ago, but this dude has enormous compute power, uh, a petaflop, I think, which is a lot of computing power. So, and, he, and he's, one of his engineers is, announced this last week, and D1 chip, and he's holding it. It's about the size of the palm of his hand. And just to contrast that to a, a more traditional supercomputer with not quite this amount of processing power, one of those would be what's called the K supercomputer. And that, that was from 2012-13 time frame, as I recall. And it was housed in 864 cabinets. Consumed 12,600,000 watts of electricity to power it. Now we're talking about something with nine petaflops uh, in the training tile. And this thing is tiny, I mean, by relatively speaking, and obviously doesn't require, talk about the training tile itself, the AI machine learning training tile, which is, could fit in the palm of your hand. The entire processor is about one and a half sizes, the computer itself, I should say, one and a half the size of, say, an iPad. And all that. <laughs> it's just holding it. Nine petaflops. It's just mind-boggling how powerful this stuff is. And how fast it can compute. Which it goes mega, giga, tera, peta. I think that's right, yeah. So most people think of then megabytes Zeta. and then gigabytes, right. and then you have the terabyte hard drives. A peta is what, a thousand of those? Yep, all of them are 1,064 or the other. So uh, it's just incredible. This is really revolutionary from a computing perspective, and of course, what will happen now is there are folks out there that are envisioning software applications. How can I utilize this kind of processing power? And they'll figure out ways to do that and come up with things that just we can't even imagine because now they have access to this sort of underlying hardware infrastructure. And you know what will happen? They'll, they'll overrun it, and then somebody – I mean, that's the cat and mouse game we've been playing since the advent of computing, since the 50s. But that's why video games nowadays look almost photorealistic while growing up Mario was about 12 <laughs> pixels jumping up and down. Excellent point. Yeah, same thing. 
And that was just, it wasn't that the software folks didn't want to make it more realistic. It's, it's just that, all they could use. It's all they could use. And in and, and doing so, it, it would uh, consume so much processing power, it would overwhelm the system to the point where, well, it's not even functional. It's not usable. It's so slow. So that's that's sort of this this cat and mouse game that's played. It's a beautiful thing, in my opinion. That's why playing Centipede in the arcade way back when, and the the more you got into it, the more you killed on the Centipede, the faster it got. That's because it was freeing up memory to move faster on you. Incredible. That's exactly right. It's it's having to move out of virtual and real memory. Uh, but nonetheless, this is uh, this is big news. So Tesla claims now they have developed the fastest artificial intelligence training machine in the world. That's what this particular computer is purpose-built for. Is so I guess that's going to be the brain for their robots that they yeah, showed. I, well, they, I think they had a person in a suit. It wasn't a real robot. That was kind of scary looking, uh, even the person in the suit. Great segue, though, but yes, uh, tell them about that, Rhino. He has, uh, he's announced, has Elon Musk, his intention to build uh, what does he call them? Roboids or some, humanoids? Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's, Tesla's first humanoid robot, the Tesla yeah. bot. There you go. Which I guess the dojo will be the brain for it. But, <laughs> Probably. Uh, it, it's this... The, the closest thing I could think of to describe it is if you've ever seen the Will Smith movie... Oh, what is... It? It's not... I just went a blank on it. But it's the one where he's fighting a robot. I, Robot. Yeah, 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 yeah. But instead of having the the white, plasticky, shiny all over the body, that's from about the neck down, and the top is this carbon fiber-looking hood. And they got, a, I guess, an intern or something to put on the outfit yeah. and come out and dance in it. But it it's being designed to perform menial tasks or simple things and can lift or move yep. like a human. And he's come out and said he supports universal basic income, Musk did, because he, he sees these humanoids as performing many of those tasks and displacing work. I'm not on board with him on that. But anyhow, prolific inventor. You cannot deny that. Like him or not, the guy is. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Don't forget Trey Lamar at 11.05. We're going to talk about this Pfizer approval. FDA just approved the vaccine. Stay with us. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Glutstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. Calloway's has just received a large shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South, period. We offer bulk soils. 
for the do-it-yourself project. Callaway's offers landscaping. Designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown Island. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The FDA has granted full approval to the Pfizer vaccine for people 16 and older. This is the first vaccine to be fully approved and could open the door to more vaccine mandates. Of the more than 170 million in the U.S. that are fully vaccinated, more than 92 million received the Pfizer vaccine. And hospitals across the state are facing a shortage of nurses. Speaker of the House Philip Gunn says he's trying to find a solution. We're looking for ways to keep our nurses here in Mississippi and keep them from being enticed away these travel companies. Gunn said if it takes a special session to give nurses some relief, he's not opposed to it. We all ought to be for that. I, but my point is, I'll do whatever. We're, we're, we as the legislature stand ready to do whatever it takes to get us past the the pandemic. Governor Tate Reeves has stated he will not call a special session to address the nursing shortage. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Mississippians are dying each day as a result of COVID-19. And if you're not vaccinated, you're at risk. I'm Richard Cross. I'm vaccinated because I want to protect my family. I want our Mississippi businesses to thrive. I want sports with full stadiums, and it's the right thing to do. If you want to save lives and also get back to normal, please get vaccinated. We know the vaccine is safe and it works, but only if we get it. You can find a COVID vaccine near you by going to vaccines.gov or by calling 800-232-0233. This message brought to you by Supertalk Mississippi. Mississippi Media. Get ready for the Mighty Roots Music Festival October 1st and 2nd on historic Stovall Farms in Clarksdale, Mississippi, presented by Wade Incorporated. Musical appearances by Deer Tick, Keller Williams, Mystic Bowie's Talking Dreads, Radney Foster, and more. Campsites available, food trucks, vendors, and late night music till 2 a.m. For tickets and more information, MightyRootsMusicFestival.com. Sponsored by Visit Mississippi and Visit Clarksdale. Come on and make your plans to spend the weekend with us at Mighty Roots Music Festival. 
most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone the JT show super talk Mississippi not that you probably care but a petaflop just for clarification that that would be a processor that is capable of performing um, one quadrillion floating point that's what the flop stands for floating point operations per second that's 10 to the 15th power for those scoring. I have a whole bunch of zeros. That is incredible. That's some uh, pretty powerful digital horsepower. Uh, yes. It's exactly what it is. Uh, this dude, by the way, just looking a little deeper while we were on the break, uh, the density, as you can imagine, of this D1 chip that Tesla has invented. 50 billion transistors, 11 miles of wire, and something that you hold in your hand. That's the density. That's the nano aspect of it. That's what's making this possible. And the cool thing that's always fascinated and probably what attracted me to the industry is that it's it's among the few things, objects, if, if you will, on the planet that continues to get more powerful, more functional, but consumes less resources. Takes less resources to make it, to operate it, for it consumes less over time. That that's just always well, I don't know, just fascinated me about the evolution of, of computing. And uh, this is an example. Eleven miles of wire. How tiny is the wire? Like one molecule, one atom? <laughs> that's incredible when you think about that. Fifty billion transistors on something that is barely bigger than your hand, not even quite as big. Incredible. Well, we walked out enough today, probably. But you know, this is the point. People look at this and say, well, what does all that mean? And, I, and I, I hear you. But again, this is a tool. 
and there will be really smart, inventive, innovative, visionary people who will leverage this tool to create things we can't even envision. Case in point, you you might have heard about the run on graphics cards in the last year and a half, two years, and that's because smart people are using the computing power of these graphics cards that are designed to make your game look really pretty on your computer. They're using that computing power for mining of cryptocurrency. <laughs> I didn't know that. Because they're efficient. It's, yeah. it's a card. Instead of having a whole big computer, you can just use that card and the computing processing power of that card to mine it. Yeah. The technical term, of course, is a GPU as opposed to a CPU, the G standing for graphics, graphics processing units. And when those were developed, they're just optimized computers, if you will, for processing graphical content. That really changed everything with respect to imaging and video. It changed it. Revolutionized. It's incredible. But... Our friend Mose writes in on the ceasefire text line. He says, Many times I've texted that I would not get the COVID 19 vaccine until the FDA gave its full approval. Well, I'm off to get the Pfizer vaccine. That's the big news this morning. It was kind of hinted yesterday the idea that. I think the scuttlebutt actually <laughs> leaked out towards the end of last week. It, it just hadn't been confirmed. They said sort of within the next two weeks was was kind of the, uh, I guess, the common line about it and the, 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 the tease. But, yeah, last night, over the weekend, certainly, yeah, we expect it to come sometime Monday. And sure enough, Monday morning, before we even got on the air, the FDA gave its blessing, its full approval for the Pfizer vaccine. And so that's a done deal. The uh, word is the Moderna is a couple of weeks away, a couple of weeks out to get that one done. We will see. So it does make you wonder, though. Moses, an example, there are a lot of folks that, understandably so, had concerns about the vaccines because they had not yet been fully approved by the FDA. Now that they have, you wonder how many folks are like Moses that say, well, now that it's been fully approved, I'm comfortable with it, and therefore I'm, I'm going to get the jab. So that's, that's interesting. Uh, ben from Madison says, uh, talking about Tesla's new artificial intelligence technology, Lex Friedman had a very interesting YouTube video regarding their AI. Pretty cool, neat times to be living through. I totally agree, Ben. And it's it's... Stuff like this, honestly, and maybe it's just because I came through the industry and I, I watched just decades of uh, benefits delivered to society, across the spectrum of society, with, with uh, inventions and innovation and technology advances. But when you see really, really smart people applying their God-given talents and skills to create this sort of technology that just has unbelievable positive ramifications, I think, for society and for our planet, it gives me hope. I mean, this is what energizes me. All the bad stuff we're seeing, it's this sort of stuff that just gives me hope. 
selfishly, I'm looking at it more as we're finally getting to where the Jetsons are, so we can finally have a Rosie to help take care of the house. Uh, who didn't dream of that, right? I mean, that was what people told. Oh, we got we got Rosie now. No, that's a Roomba, and it, it, it doesn't really understand where it's going. Whereas you get a robot that can tell you exactly where it put the laundry. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> You know, I have uh, the honor have been asked to speak to the Funeral Directors and Cemetery Association sometime next month. And it is, uh, I think this is a group combined Mississippi, Louisiana. And was just thinking about sort of my standard presentation, went, uh, getting back on the speaking circuit, where I, I talk about technology and its application to society, across the gamut of society, and what that means to us as we endeavor into the future. And I started thinking about how that might affect that business, uh, the, the cemetery business. But you can certainly see humanoids, if you will, or robotics being applied into the maintenance of the, the grounds. You can see that coming. I don't think that's too far-fetched. Uh, by the way, one of my friends texted and said, people will be dying to get in to hear your speech. Bada boom! <laughs> I don't know about that, but so one thing that it needs to be at a minimum considered, it doesn't matter what business you're in, is this adoption of cryptocurrency. Right? We've talked about that. Oh, yeah, the funny money, which uh, <laughs> talk about it a couple months ago when it was at its highest. We had a couple of listeners that jumped in and bought at that point, which I'm sure if you're still holding, you're, you're liking your chances yeah. now compared to the last couple months. Yep. It's uh, looking pretty good. But, and there's, and the, what's driving it is there's just more buzz, it's becoming more mainstream. The one that really kind of got my attention over the weekend is that uh, one of the nation's largest, I think the second largest, mortgage lender, and that's United Wholesale Mortgage. Last week, at the end of last week, they announced plans to accept cryptocurrency for home loans. This is the first in the mortgage industry. This is going to, of course this is going to happen. Uh, so that, uh, again, further legitimizes the currency, the idea of crypto. And you're going to see more and more payment processors, if you will, sign on to crypto. You're just going to see it. That's, I find that very exciting because there, I think there are a lot of positive aspects of that as well. There's always concerns. Anyhow, that's big news. And it's what's crypto? What's uh, Bitcoin? Fifty something thousand a coin, right? Yeah, now? I think it's caught up to fifty thousand. Yeah, I, I think it doubled last I checked over the last month. Oh yeah. That's a pretty good return if you're buying Bitcoin or mining for it, if you've got the power to do so. We'll step aside for a break right here. We'll come back with some more talk and then Representative Trey Lamar after the 11 o'clock break. The JT Show will continue. 
COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Ugh, I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was up 60 to 93.70. March cotton was up 71 to 92.97. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were up 8 cents to 12.98 three quarter per bushel. January soybeans were up 8 cents to 13.03 and three quarter per bushel. December corn was down one and a half to five thirty-five and a half per bushel. March corn was down one and three quarters to five forty-two and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, October live cattle was up two thirty-seven to one thirty-one forty-two. December live cattle was up one eighty-two to one thirty-six thirty-seven. October feeders up two seventy to one seventy twenty-seven. November feeders up two forty-five to one seventy-one twenty-five. At this hour, the Dow Jones is up two hundred forty-seven points, thirty-five thousand three sixty-seven. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Where has Pioneer Corn Seed Development taken me today? Well, first of all, it's not day, it's night. I'm here in Lynn County, Iowa. It's late July. It's humid. The wind is picking up and I can see lightning strikes on the horizon right now. Pioneer uses this plot to test its corn hybrids for standability. Local testing is one of the reasons Pioneer has seen improved root scores year after year. This is one of hundreds of fields across the country where Pioneer tests corn hybrids in all sorts of stresses, all to get to the strongest one hundredth of one percent of hybrids that make it into a Pioneer bag. A test plot in Lynn County, another place that makes Pioneer Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. 
Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. I'm back. I told you I was coming back. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. You ever seen the YouTube video? I'm not sure where they are. There's like 9 million people. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And it's in HD, and it's HD quality, sound and video, of course. And uh, now, the guitar player, the guy that wore no shirt and skipped, was incredible at how he could move around and play the guitar like that. He passed away, right? Isn't that true? Talking about ACDC here. I believe that's right. But uh, I'll have to look that video. It's it's entertaining to watch because the people are just unbelievable into it, and they're absolutely shoulder to shoulder. And there's this giant stage and sound system. They're putting on quite the show. But uh, how long for those days? Let's get back to that. That's fun. I wish I were, had been there for that one. That's just, I like to feel the music like that, as they say, you know. <laughs> On the 662, it, before I read this, the, the opinions and the sentiments about this whole vaccine situation are fairly strong on both sides of the coin. I think you agree it's fair to say. Oh, yeah. And, and just an example right here on our text line. Right when when you've got a couple of texts that are only separated by two or three other texts, I think that illustrates what I'm suggesting here, which is there are strong feelings on both sides. But on the six six two, I went Saturday and got my first half of the vaccine and have had no effects. And I'm glad to hear that. The vast majority of folks I've talked to experience no serious side effects. The only person I know that had anything more than a bit of a sore arm and maybe a little bit of fatigue, which lasts, what, 24 hours at most, was a physician friend of mine who I rode in the cart with yesterday, by the way, <laughs> playing golf. And he had a couple of days of, uh, of uh, just, just feeling lethargic and uh, fairly... Strong headaches, couple of days. Got it like Friday, it was gone Sunday. That's, I mean, I'm just talking anecdotally now. And I realize folks will throw all sorts of this doctor and that doctor and this report and that report. But I think it's fair to say on anything that's complex like this, such as a pharmaceutical, a medicine, first, there's always risks. And had that discussion. So amongst my, my golf group this weekend with 10 of us in a condo 
owned by one of the doctors. Four doctors in attendance in that group. And we were just talking about it, and, and I quizzed them a bit. They said, you know, they make it very clear. All drugs, all medical procedures, no matter, no matter the level of sophistication, they just have risks. That's why you sign waivers for treatment stuff, right? Uh, and agree to that kind of stuff. But that being said, it's pretty incredible just how safe and effective medical science is and how far it has come. And to a great extent, that, of course, can be attributed to what we were talking about earlier, which are these processors and these chips and these compute power that are able to process data and analyze it and augment medical decisions and be used in the development of medical technology, including drugs. But on the other hand, Rhino, we had a... um, we had someone that texted in, I'm looking for it, I know you actually responded to it, to a person who said, well, why would I get a vaccine? Because there's this one doctor out there that, who's, uh, I guess, whose video has gone somewhat viral, who claims to be heavily involved in the development of mRNA vaccines. Yeah, it's right? Dr. Malone, Dr. Robert Malone, I think is his name. He he claims to be the inventor of mRNA, and it's like, uh, you were on the team. There were two other people on that team, and then another team of two people took y'all's research and actually made it work. So that means there's five doctors, and usually, remember the old commercials where four out of five doctors yeah. agree. <laughs> yeah. There's always that one weirdo doctor. Well, Robert Malone is the one weirdo doctor, because the other four doctors that have worked on it in developing this all agree it's fine. Yeah. Jeez. And the number they keep throwing around is 38% effective. I have no idea where they're getting that. But look at the source. That that doesn't look like one I've ever heard of. The source that that particular... Yeah, they're, they're claiming there's... 20,000 dead and 2 million injured. And it's like, okay, uh, can you find another source that claims that? Because if you're showing me 2 million people got hurt by it, yeah, pretty sure that would be in more than just whack job news. After the Fox News and Super Talk News, Representative Trey Lamar joins us. Stay with us. The JT Show will be right back. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. News. I'm Lillian Wu. A first for the COVID vaccine. The Pfizer mRNA vaccine now has full FDA approval for people 16 and older. Acting Commissioner Janet Woodcock hailed the decision as a milestone in the coronavirus pandemic, saying in a statement, we recognize that for some, the FDA approval of a vaccine may now instill additional confidence to get vaccinated. Fox's Rachel Sutherland, the Pentagon issuing guidance to make the vaccine mandatory for the military. Right now, we're focused on on the Pfizer vaccine because uh, of the FDA approval that came in this morning. Pentagon Press Secretary Admiral John Kirby military officials also confirmed one member of Afghan forces was killed, several Afghans wounded during an exchange of fire outside Kabul airport. America's listening to Fox News. Tired 
Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 $5, sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Research shows people remember radio ads that remind them of the past. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need, here's an ad that'll really take you back. Back in my day, I heard a voice from the radio say, Liberty Mutual customizes my home insurance so I only pay for what I need. I'm getting on in years now, but <laughs> heavens to Betsy, there are some things an old fella like me just never forgets. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 7,249 new cases of COVID are being reported over the weekend with 56 additional deaths. Dr. Mark Horn went into what those numbers tell us. When you look at like a weekend, those numbers, we always look back at least seven to 10 days. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dr. Byers always reminds me to look at what's called the epi curve. And our epi curve is still on a ballistic angle. And so we're still going up. One of the ways we can help overwhelmed hospitals is to expand Medicaid. That according to House Minority Leader Robert Johnson. That's $9 billion sitting on the table. We need it. He doesn't buy the argument that taxpayers would be left holding the bag if federal money for the program dried up. People keep saying that we've been a federal matching fund state since I've been alive, and we've never turned money down, and the money has never stopped coming. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. A tornado reportedly touched down in Tishomingo County Saturday in the Iuka area. No injuries were reported, but there is quite a bit of damage around downtown. The National Weather Service is on the ground today to assess the damage, and reportedly there are still some people without power. The House is back in session today, and Mississippi Congressman Michael Gast explained that there's already some disagreement among the majority party. The Speaker Pelosi is, as I say, between a rock and a hard place because she's trying to placate both the moderates and the progressives. The moderates want to go ahead and have a straight up and down vote on the bipartisan infrastructure package. It's passed the Senate, it's come over to the House, but Pelosi has linked that bipartisan infrastructure package to the budget reconciliation package. The package has a $3.5 trillion price tag. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett.
Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. With a historical barrier gone and a new state flag flying, it's the dawn of a new day and new opportunity for Mississippi. The Mississippi Economic Council has identified three areas vital for shaping our future. Bolstering education and workforce development, enhancing our business climate, and keeping and attracting the best and brightest talent to build a stronger, more competitive state. Thanks to a sponsorship from Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi, MEC will be meeting with leaders across the state to develop a plan for securing our future. For more, visit MEC.MS. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Hour 2, Super Talk, Mississippi. Thanks so much for joining us. We've got Representative Trey Lamar. He represents Mississippi House District 8. He's the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee. Good morning, uh, Representative. Thanks for joining us. Hello, Gerard. Thank you for having me. You bet. So wanted to get you on to, to see uh, what you're hearing about the possibility of uh, a special session and whether or not that looks like that is going to materialize in your view. Uh, that would be to take up, of course, medical marijuana, possibly the, the ballot initiative process. Uh, those two, I guess, uh, would be the the primary reasons. There, there's been some other talk about possibly coming together to. We heard the speaker talk about that to figure out a way to uh, ward off this exodus of nurses from our state that are getting poached by these traveling nurse uh, organizations, out of state healthcare institutions, and so forth. Try to keep them here, but all that's the buzz. Well, what are you hearing that you can help us with? Right. Looks like we got disconnected. Apologize that for that, guys. Uh, let's see. On the ceasefire text line, by the way, CJ from Madison says he's had zero side effects. Also went to Walgreens on County Line. That would be here in in the uh, intersection of. Uh, Ridgeland and Jackson, the county line road, separates the two. The waiting room was uh, mostly with, with black Mississippians. 
And it says now everybody in his family has been vaccinated. So, and there's some questions about the booster vaccine as well. We got Trey? All right. Trey, you there? Hey, Gerard. Yeah, I think we had some, uh, maybe some internet problems. No problem. So we were just uh, curious as to the prospect of a, of a special session. What are you hearing from uh, from your perspective to, to possibly take up medical marijuana, the ballot initiative process in Mississippi, maybe some other matters? What's the latest on that? Well, Gerard, I, I, I do know that the uh, the House and the Senate uh, have been uh, working um, over the last several weeks to try to gain some consensus on that and I, I believe I don't I don't know that there's any any final decision to be announced but I do believe that they've had some very productive meetings uh, some of which I have participated in um, and I know the governor does not want to call a special session just to have us come sit down and, and stare at each other but I think the parties are are close enough at this point or will be in the uh, in the in the foreseeable future, um, that if the governor so chose to call a special session, I don't, I don't believe that it would take take too long to get the parties to to put a measure together and, and get it passed. So, uh, you know, I think we're closer than we were um, a month or so ago, and that's really uh, the ballpark's just uh, it, the balls are going to be in the governor's hands. If he wants to do it, then we'll respond and we'll come to Jackson and we'll get it done. And if not, then I guess we'll wait till January. But I think the parties have, have been having some productive conversations, and that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I think Governor Reeves made it fairly clear, uh, Representative, that it, he's not really inclined to call a special session until, as they say in, in your world, the votes have been counted, that we've got something that, go. that could get through without a lot of debate and fanfare and would be a, a, a short affair. And, and he would sign it, is, is what kind of he's indicated at this point. I know Representative Lee Yancey on the House side has been working uh, quite a bit the last few weeks with Senator Blackwell uh, on the Senate side to try to come together with something that both houses could support, both chambers could support, send it to the governor's desk. D- do you think that it would make sense to do that, just asking, even in September, knowing you guys are going to come back and, and convene first week in January? Well, uh, I know there's a, there is a uh, substantial number of Mississippians that would like for us to. Um, yeah. So, you know, is it, is it absolutely crucial um, to the state as a whole? Probably not, yeah. you know, to get a three-month jump on it. But it's one of those things we could go ahead and, and knock it out. And, you know, anything I've seen uh, issues that, that should be um, easily agreed to by both sides. <laughs> get caught up in in everything that goes on during a regular session so yeah. uh, if we want to make sure we get it done a special session is probably the the most efficient way to do that has there been any work to your knowledge done on the ballot initiative process as, as you know just to set the stage for our audience the supreme court pretty much in in striking down initiative 65 it would seem sort of nullify the the present mechanism we have in place is there is that getting some some talk and is that, is that a priority item as well well i do definitely believe it's a priority item whether or not it's something that would be put into the call in a special session or not i, I don't know i mean that's just really up to the governor the, the priority at this point in time uh, as far as representative uh, yancey uh, his conversations with the Senate and those negotiations uh, with Senator Blackwell uh, and the Senate leadership have focused mainly on on the medical uh, marijuana. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, there have, though, been 
conversations uh, about how to fix the initiative process, and, and certainly I believe that we need to do that. Uh, whether that's in a special session or not, that's up to the governor. If he if he puts it in the call, then then we I think we can come up with with a um, a fix that that gets us back gets that process back going, um, uh, and then then we'll we'll see where it goes. But otherwise, if not in a special session, I think that you'll definitely see some movement on that. Yeah. Next uh, regular session in January. Well, and of course we should point out that the 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 timing is is not as sensitive of on that because we got to go to the polls in a statewide election to approve such changes. Well, that's right? right. I mean, it, it's it's very technical, more so than it than it has to be. But a lot of people don't know that initiative process is actually found in our constitution, and so if we want to fix that initiative process, we have to go back into our constitution, mm-hmm. which would require uh, another vote of the people, which takes some time. So, however, if we wanted to um, put an initiative process into statutory law, then that, that could be done just like any other regular bill. But from what I have, uh, the conversations that I've had, the, the general consensus seems to be that we need to fix the the uh, constitutional initiative process, whereby the process is actually inside our Constitution, and, and yeah, you're right, that would yeah. require another vote. Yeah, absolutely. So, also, of course, tax reform is uh, something that uh, you've come on the program and discussed before. I, I know you uh, support that, the, the, uh, you and uh, members of the House, the Speaker. It's, it, of course, this is a big issue to him. Uh, put a, uh, a bill together, passed the House, uh, really didn't get any, any traction over in the Senate, but I believe hearings are beginning this week, right? This Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. That's Senator exactly Josh right. Harkins will be presiding over those. So what, what are well, you hearing actually, there? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a big week for tax for tax uh, reform discussions, uh, Gerard. It, mm-hmm. It's actually the, the Speaker and the Lieutenant Governor put together a, uh, a joint select committee, okay. and I will be co-chairing that with Senator Harkins. Okay. So we're going to have eight representatives and eight senators will get together in a room uh, this Wednesday and Thursday, all day, both days. Yeah. Um, and and I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that, that you're going to attend one of those days and maybe even uh, share a little bit of insight with us about uh, growing capital right here in, in Mississippi and how that can relate to uh, to the tax reform um, topic that we're discussing. I am. I, I'm, I'm honored to have been asked uh, by the speaker to uh, attend on Thursday and address uh, the body, the group there. Uh, just on my thoughts, not in any official capacity, I should tell the audience representing any organization. I'm just coming as Gerard, the citizen of Mississippi, and uh, just kind of sharing my thoughts uh, on that. And uh, really hoping to in- encourage you guys, uh, as I know y- you want as well, uh, Representative, to just work together. and Let's get something going at a minimum and work through some of the complexities and the nuances and, and really start the process uh, and put us on the road to reforming taxes here in Mississippi. Well, we, we something we definitely need to do. I mean, we, we've got a, a uh, what in the in history is probably a, a rare opportunity uh, when you have you've got one one chamber um, in, in the legislature is, is is pushing this. We've got a governor's office who is on board. Uh, all, all three, um, yeah. both uh, the Senate, the House, and the governor's office, controlled by Republican leadership, and we've got we've got some senators that uh, I know. I've had many, many conversations with uh, Senator Harkins, and I know he shares our our desire to try to uh, bring uh, yep. relief to income taxes and, and and have an open mind about looking at a better 
uh, better way of, of taxing our citizens. So um, we've got a great opportunity, and I and I hope we uh, I hope we seize it and take advantage of it instead of squandering it. Up against a break, but uh, we sure do appreciate you calling in and joining us, Representative Trey Lamar, and I will see you on Thursday. Look forward to it. Thanks, Troy. Representative Trey Lamar has been our guest. We'll be right back on the JT Show. Stay with us. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Mississippi's big Second Amendment tax-free holiday is coming up August 27th through the 29th. We'll be open all three days with a store full of guns, ammo, optics, and more. To make this weekend even better, we'll be giving additional discounts on all our tax-free items, not just a selected few. Lots of guns and ammo at great discounts. It doesn't get any better than that. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you there. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The switches are thrown. The signals are given. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Appreciate Representative Lamar for joining us. Always do. And looking forward to the hearings uh, this week. And I'm honored to be asked by the speaker to come down and just weigh in from a, a business person's perspective. I, I do honestly believe that here in Mississippi, we've already seen that we were one of the few states that actually lost population, right? And we're also seeing our population in the rural areas decline more precipitously than the suburban areas. That's not surprising. And by the way, that is a, the census revealed that is a phenomenon across the, the country. And, and you got to believe to a great extent that's because as certain residents of those areas, they have offspring who don't choose to return. I've talked to many uh, youngsters uh, that are, let's say, from high school through college, and say that that came from the rural areas. No, I'm not going back. It's hard to find something to do, right? You you want to be productive and be gainfully employed. Here's the other thing that's happened. I think is that. We, we as a society, as we advance, we, we continue to develop lots more um, amenities, shall we say. And, and those are going to be located in... Around population centers. Right, because it, economically it doesn't work. So I, I know it's just an anecdotal example, but in, in all my years of coaching baseball... You know, kids that lived in the rural areas want to play, and they just honestly don't have the same opportunities to a great extent because they've got to travel a fair amount, and that costs money. Those who can afford it, I've had kids on my team that would drive two and a half hours for a practice in the middle of the week. And that's just an anecdotal example. I, I Think about understand. it from a consumer standpoint. Like, if you have a niche interest like uh, baseball cards or comic books or remote control airplanes or just a hobby that's kind of niche it's not necessarily mainstream and think about in the magnolia state how hard it can be to find a store that specializes in that hobby yeah whereas you go to a big city like atlanta or nashville or dallas or new york or la because there are more people around, you're more likely to find a shop that sells something related to your hobby. And that's just a simple consumer no, it's issue. A, it's a, that is a fantastic example. I, for many, many years, I, I built and flew radio control airplanes competitively, um, RC aerobatics, and traveled the, the southern United States doing that, even competed on national level. Uh, ha- hadn't done it in 20 years. Would always threatening to get back into it. But that's a great example. You're always needing something. And if you're not around a population center where there's a hobby store, that, that hobby shop that, that carries those products, you got to order and wait. And it's kind of painful, honestly. So, Or even just to have a place to fly your airplane. You're just more like, again, an anecdotal example, I agree. But So we keep inventing more stuff. Uh, access to health care. 
is much more difficult. It's a problem in our state. It's why that our unhealthy population tends to be in the rural areas. They're just they're less likely. Statistics show to say see their primary care doctor for an annual physical. It's just more painful and more travel. Because I mean, think about it. You went to medical school and you racked up hundred, two hundred thousand dollars of debt, and then you move into a community that's got four hundred people in it. It's going to take a whole lot of doctor's visits from those 400 people before you ever pay off the $100,000. Absolutely true. Whereas you move to a a bigger city with 10,000, 20,000, 50,000 people in it, it's a lot more to choose from. You're more than likely going to get your debt paid off faster. Absolutely true. And they'll tell you that, which is why there's incentives uh, for for those uh, sorts of occupations, including teachers, right? There's some incentives I believe we have here in Mississippi if you are willing to go teach in certain areas. And and then there's this whole idea of rural broadband that, you know, I've somewhat questioned the wisdom of that. That's a major investment of taxpayer money. It's subsidies that make the economics work. It doesn't work without taxpayer subsidies, honestly. And, and so what are we getting in return from that? If the population is declining in those areas, I mean, just giving internet, providing internet to a residence in a rural area, broadband, so they can, I don't know, do whatever you would do in, in accessing the cloud or the internet. Not sure we're getting a, a meaningful, uh, adequate return on that investment. And I, I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I'm anti-broadband. You know, I'm just I'm just making the case from an economics perspective. And in fact, I believe we're hearing that some of the EPAs are saying they're having a hard time getting people to sign up for it because it costs money. So the next thing is coming, of course, is subsidies for, for Internet access. You know that's coming. That's what we're going to see. Biden's already proposed it in the Democrats. So you talk about the uh, Obama phones, we're going to have the Obama net. <laughs> the Biden net, right? But it's it's really just talking about the the idea that uh, concern I have, I guess, that we're we're leaving the rural areas. We're, we're clearly, as a country, we're moving to the population centers, the urban areas, and we we still need certain certain of the uh, products and the commodities that are produced, obviously farming products. But, you know, there's lots of technology in development right now to, to grow the food we eat totally different than planting it in the ground in rows. There's all kinds of aeroponic technology as an example that's that's coming that can grow higher yields more effectively, lower cost. I mean, everything is subject to disruption. It doesn't matter what business you're in. You've got to have your eye always on the possibility of disruption. And I worked in a disruptive industry. You know, we walked in, we're the change. Oh my gosh, these people are here to change everything. And you know, I heard that my entire career. You hate us at first, and then you wonder, how'd I do without this? That is always the cycle. I've witnessed it countless times. So everything is subject to disruption. It, it's just a bit of caution on 
the the investment, the massive investment of taxpayer dollars to facilitate rural internet. I'm just cautioning. What what are we getting for this? And who's going to calculate what that return is? And show us that yeah, we got our money's worth out of that. Because I don't know that we're getting our money's worth because you can play your video games faster, right? I don't know the taxpayers are necessarily benefiting from that. And I know that's a general statement, you know, I know folks will do other stuff, but in will and there's a lot of theories that say, well, I think people would move to those areas if they had faster internet. There's nothing that that uh, really substantiates that theory. I don't know that there's seen seen anything along those lines. By the way, it was Angus, the guitar player, still alive. His brother Malcolm is the one with the sh- with uh, without the shirt that passed away. The bass player, right? That's from Ken and West Point. A couple other folks sent that in as well. We're talking about ACDC. Uh, Angus Young, he's 66, still rocking, according to Smith Painting. And I went and looked up on the break some of those YouTube videos. Those live <laughs> live concerts. One was in England in 1991, and the other. Uh, was in was was stateside. I'm not sure exactly where. Uh, I want to say maybe. Uh, let's see, River Plate, 2009. Where's River Plate? Not sure. Donington, England, 1991. That one's just incredible. River Plate, 2009. That's River Plate is in Argentina. Oh wow! Do you see the crowd though? It's gigantic. I mean, it's oh, yeah, it's one of the largest Argentinian uh, soccer clubs. Ah, okay. Wow, Malcolm played rhythm guitar. Club Atlético River Plate. Got you. What's that? Club Atlético River Plate. <laughs> so, who is it on here? I'm looking for it. That uh, is obviously not a big fan of vaccines. And uh, what do you say to us, Rhino? Looking for something about the last eight months here. I'm looking for that one. Um, anyhow, we'll step aside and take a break right here. Don't forget, coming up at noon after the noon break, we got Mississippi Outdoors Radio, the JT Show. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies and hot, high near 97. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 75. Tuesday, a scorcher as well, sunny skies, high near 98. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 75. And a 40% chance of rain on Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 96. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Your experience matters. At University of Phoenix, relevant life experience and eligible transfer credits can help you earn your degree faster and for less. In fact, undergrads who apply these credits, on average, save about one year and $11,000. Get the credit you deserve for time spent in the classroom, on the job, and in life. And see how much you can save at phoenix.edu. That's phoenix.edu. 
Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 7,249 new cases of COVID are being reported over the weekend with 56 additional deaths. Dr. Mark Horn went into what those numbers tell us. When you look at like a weekend, those numbers, we, we always look back at least seven to 10 days. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dr. Byers always reminds me to look at what's called the epi curve. And our epi curve is still on a ballistic angle. And so we're still going up. One of the ways we can help overwhelmed hospitals is to expand Medicaid. That according to House Minority Leader Robert Johnson. That's $9 billion sitting on the table. We need it. He doesn't buy the argument that taxpayers would be left holding the bag if federal money for the program dried up. People keep saying that we've been a federal matching fund state since I've been alive, and we've never turned money down, and money has never stopped coming. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Get ready for the Mighty Roots Music Festival October 1st and 2nd on historic Stovall Farms in Clarksdale, Mississippi, presented by Wade Incorporated. Musical appearances by Deer Tick, Keller Williams, Mystic Bowie's Talking Dreads, Radney Foster, and more. Campsites available, food trucks, vendors, and late night music till 2 a.m. For tickets and more information, MightyRootsMusicFestival.com. Sponsored by Visit Mississippi and Visit Clarksdale. 
Come on and make your plans to spend the weekend with us at Mighty Roots Music Festival. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. everyone a little ACDC given we've been talking about that a little bit this morning because you played Thunderstruck earlier right? TNT yeah. TNT okay we played Thunderstruck before many times yeah awesome Uh, you know back in the old coaching days one of the more common mascots for the youth teams was the Thunder I don't know everybody had a Thunder (laughs) and that's when this uh Uh, sort of tradition got started, this practice got started, where folks would have these these wagons with sound systems on them, and they'd carry them around to the ballpark. And man, every team you played that had, that was uh, the Thunder, would always play the (laughs) ACDC Thunderstruck. Oh gosh, you just hear that in your ears. Um, A question from Ryan and Madison about medical marijuana. Should all lawmakers' financials be subpoenaed to see if they are invested in medical marijuana? Just so you'll know, they they have to make some financial disclosures already. Uh, Honestly, I I can't remember what uh, all the details are of what is to be included in those disclosure documents. And I believe that goes to the Ethics Commission. I Again, I could be wrong. I know folks are listening. Correct me there, out there, friends, legislators, et cetera, on that. I, I, I recall having to do something for the, the appointment to the lottery board. It could have just been maybe a credit check or some background checks, I think, is what I had to submit to. It seems like there were some financial disclosures I had to make as an appointed member of a state-related entity. But, you know, uh, I, I don't know Should what sort of ethical boundaries there should be there. Should a, should a state lawmaker be prohibited from investing in a business that, I guess, is, a, in this case, established by law? Well, because all these folks have full-time jobs. Not all, but virtually all of them do. Because being in the legislature is not a full-time job. 
And, and so they all work in some industry, and they're obviously working with legislation, both drafting legislation, voting on legislation, that could affect their industry. And it can be argued you kind of want that. You would rather have someone in the legislature drafting bills and acting laws based on their gained knowledge in the field versus a legislature acting just on political whims. Exactly. Like you go back to the the infrastructure stuff with the cryptocurrency and how Good point. Ted Cruz was talking about there's not five of them in there that could accurately describe what cryptocurrency actually is, but they want to legislate on it. I would uh, argue that, that the Senator Cruz is correct. Having watched many of those hearings, I've just always taken an interest in that. Anytime there are hearings regarding technology, because we never know how that affected my industry. Yeah. Really just don't understand it. And, and i got to tell you, that to me is not acceptable anymore. Because technology, and of course that's a, that's a giant universe, right? I mean, everything from crypto to social media is now defined as technology, and everything in between that range. It, you can't expect sitting members of, of Congress to be technology experts. I, I'm cool with that. I get it. But they've got to have some rudimentary understanding, and they've got to spend some time educating themselves. And they should have folks on their staff who do so. Because it is embedded, it is entrenched in every aspect of our lives. Every aspect of it. And that's nothing new, it's just the technology's gotten better. It's exactly right. Putting and a rock on the end of a stick and hitting something with it is technically technology. using technology. That's right. If you if you go back and look at the the uh, origination of the word, uh, I, b- I believe when I did some research on that, I think it's derived from uh, a Greek word, uh, technologia, if I'm not mistaken. I, is that right? You look yeah, at technologia, that? the systematic treatment. There you go. So it's it's really construed as anything that humans invent, produce to better humanity. Uh, it's considered to, so. Your example of the rock and the stick. It, a lot of people, I think, automatically sort of default to the idea. Well, that's, they're talking about computers and computer and digital technology. No, that's actually not what technology means. You, yeah, the the from what I understand, the simplest forms of technology that are recognized as technology are what you learned about in elementary school: the simple machines, like the lever, the screw. Correct. <laughs> yeah, and the tools. Right. <laughs> it's a good point, but. So I just believe that those who are making our laws, uh, in particular at the federal level, they should just be more versant and more proficient. But they're not even spending any time to improve their skill set there. And you've got to, every day they should be expanding their knowledge base. So, you know, there are futurists who say that the amount of new knowledge, not just new data, volume of data, new facts to humanity over the next 25 to 30 years will equal 
what we have obtained since the beginning of recorded time. We're going to like double the base of new facts, new knowledge. Totally believable. And why? Because of these non-petaflop machines that we just talked about, that Tesla. That just gives rise to, uh, just to totally new endeavors that we've never even thought about. That twinkle in the eye. And that will just produce a gigantic sea of new facts. And the, the problem is, or the, not the problem, but the challenge is just more to learn. And the mistake I think we make often from an educational perspective is, well, I went to school, I went to college, I'm done, done with learning. No, it's a license to learn. That's why the key takeaway is learn how to learn, because you're not, you're just starting. The problem I have with, I think, many in our, in our Congress because what the average age is 68 or something like that, and that does not mean that those folks more mature on up there in age, absolutely they can learn. I think, unfortunately, though, they maybe are just exhausted and they don't want to. And there is a bit of an attitude, well, I don't, I'm out of school, I don't need to learn anymore. And, and, there's and I'm the, generalizing. Yeah, and, and generalizing, there's also the very prevalent shortcut of well, the lobbyist is the expert, yeah. and they said I should do this. Yeah, but you know, the best leaders, they, they do some of their own investigating and fact-finding. You know, I always said that, just from a financial perspective, that if I had to ask my CFO how I did, how the company did, on any given period, month, quarter, et cetera, I'm not qualified to be in that year. I, I should just know that innately. And uh, I kind of always challenge myself to try to guess within a few thousand bucks how we did on any given month. And, and, and he, she, that were producing a giant book of financial statements would always kind of scratch their head. How do you know that? Like, that's my job to know that, man. I can just feel it. I can see it. I understand, you know, what the model of the uh, the economics in this in this business i can i can just feel it now the bigger you get of course the harder it gets but there's so much readily available information to keep your pulse on all that round the clock well the same is true for members of congress they they should have dashboards sitting in their desk hell i'm not even sure half of them ever log on to a computer honestly haven't you seen reports that several don't even use email? Isn't that Not true? Not personally. They will dictate to a staffer. Yeah. It's just, again, I'm not saying they need to be engineers and technology experts, but got got to be better. It's, it's, it's important. It's critical. And like, like I've suggested, look at every major problem we're facing. So much of it. At the core of it, at the heart of it, there's an information handling problem. No question about it. Afghanistan is no exception. By the way, when we come back, we got some tape we got to play, some sound of the president when he was asked yesterday, how do you think you're doing? Polls are showing you're down. What do you think about that? Uh, his response, I thought, was a little weak. Stay with us. The JT Show will continue. Mississippi Outdoors Radio after the noon break.
Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Attention! If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. As August edges towards September, some corn diseases just won't let up. The tar spot on corn and southern corn rust remain stubbornly on the move in cornfields in the Midwest. Both diseases are still worth scouting for since they move fast and can require major management decisions. The eastern corn belt saw good conditions for tar spot, can move fast when plenty of moisture and summer heat is around. The disease has been reported throughout northern Indiana, southern Michigan, southern Wisconsin, parts of central Illinois, and across eastern Iowa. The southern corn rust by August 20th was reported widely through Nebraska, Iowa, Illinois, and Indiana with some sightings in central Michigan. Southern corn rust is a disease prominent early in the summer in southern states such as Louisiana, Alabama, Arkansas, and Mississippi. And that helped produce the heavy spore load that needed for it to spread far and wide in the Midwest in July and August. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Typically, we here at Keep Mississippi Beautiful like to share positive news with you. But not today. Litter is on the rise in our state, and we need your help. Please put trash in its proper place and make sure you aren't accidentally littering items from the back of your truck. Protect the road, secure your load, because trash blows. Do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. Hello, Archie Manning here. When you grow up in a town like Drew, you understand once a Mississippian, always a Mississippian. I love this place and care about what happens here. Our doctors are telling us 95% of new hospital patients who have COVID did not get vaccinated. We know the vaccine works, but only if you get it. It's easy and it works. Please get vaccinated, my friends, and stay healthy. Sponsored by Delta Health Alliance. Go to getyourshotms.org. 
arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, final segment before we get the Mississippi uh, Outdoors Radio going. But yesterday, the president came out and blundered some more and basically said, we're going to get every American out. Uh, and he committed to that. But he, he also made it clear that we're relying to a great extent on the Taliban, as he says it. I figured out why he pronounces it that way. Because that's what Obama, that's the way he used to pronounce it, as you recall. You know, he's better than the rest of us. He accents it and, and uh, makes the eye long instead of short. Taliban, Taliban. Afghanistan. Yeah, he's, you know, we're, we're, not, we're not in his league. Uh, but, so, as a result of this situation, as you can imagine, his poll ratings have not only been plummeted, there are many who have kind of ratcheted up calls for his resignation, criticism of his handling, and suggesting, of course, that he's just not fit and to, to serve as the president. Not that that was a revelation to many of us, but it's even starting to get some traction in the left-wing media. But he was asked yesterday... Uh, about these these recent polls at this uh, at this presser. Here we go. Public response. A new poll out today shows Americans wanted to withdraw from Afghanistan, but they disapprove of the way you've handled it. Poll also found that based in part on what's transpired in the last week, a majority of Americans, and forgive me, I'm just the messenger, no longer consider you to be competent, focused, or effective in the job. I haven't seen that poll. It's out there um, from CBS this morning. Um, what would you say to those Americans who no longer believe that you Look, to the job? I had a basic decision to make. I either withdraw America from a 20-year war that, depending on whose analysis you accept, cost us $150 million. So the bottom line there with that response is that it's a, it's a no response. He he really never answered the question. He he scoffs at it, laughs it off, and and it just acts with much temerity and arrogance, and just won't point blank answer any questions. And he keeps bringing up this idea. I had a 
had a choice to make, and this is the choice I made, but he obviously finds no fault at this point in that choice and and continues to kind of hammer and focus on the point that we were going to get out and I didn't want to send any more troops in. I think polls clearly show Too late. The, the vast majority of Americans support the exit, but I don't know any necessarily, maybe him and his inner circle, that support the execution of that strategy, of that decision. And that, that's what where the criticism is coming from. That's what the problem is. And that's just not, not being discussed. And he just seems to be in a de- denial, but he's in denial about everything. There's no crime. There's no crisis at the border. We should expect this, right? This was predictable. There's really no problem in Afghanistan. And, he, and of course, he started the speech out yesterday talking about all the positive aspects of this exit. Yet we're seeing uh, families, civilians, SIV folks, in uh, even hearing Afghan civilians talk about their concern. Literally, I'm worried they're going to come root us out and execute us. That's a, a valid concern. But we're relying on the Taliban for egress from somewhere in, the, in and around the country to get to that airport. And, and to then get through the throng of people that are crushing the ones up front trying to get in. It's chaos. All because the idiots at the State Department decided to send out a blank visa. That's exactly what happened. That could be easily copied and disseminated. It's a bad situation. So their demands for his resignation, that uh, these demands are growing uh, so far, it's been from the right, as you would expect, but you got to know the folks on the left and his party, they're pretty worried about this. this I don't think this is going to go away. CNN says this won't affect him. It, Americans will forget about this soon. I, I don't know about that. Have and, we forgotten about Saigon? Exactly. And shame on Republicans running in the next cycles that don't keep this at the forefront, because it is clearly evidence of abject failure of his administration. Really bad. Afghan woman gives birth on evacuation plane. Just seeing that. We'll be back. Mississippi Outdoors Radio. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. News. I'm Liam Wu. In the push to exit Afghanistan, our military says there's no need for more troops near the airport in Kabul. Since the beginning of evacuation operations on August 14th, we have evacuated approximately 37,000. That's Major General Hank Taylor. The danger now highlighted by, uh, by that incident outside the airport overnight after an Afghan sniper fired at Afghan forces at the airport and U.S. and German troops led to a firefight at the airport today. One Afghan soldier killed. Fox's Jennifer Griffin. And New York Governor Andrew Cuomo in his farewell address on this his last day in office says he always tried his best to deliver for the people of New York. He announced he was stepping down after the New York Attorney General's report found he harassed multiple women. America's listening to Fox News. 
As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleEase didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleEase are ready. Call PeopleEase today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleEase.com. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Now that the Pfizer vaccine has full FDA approval, the military will move to mandate it for all service members. We're seeing hospitals and employers across the state issuing those same requirements. Dr. Mark Horn likens it to construction workers wearing hard hats or oil rig workers having to wear fireproof clothing. And even if you don't get terribly sick with it, you can spread it to others, like in our nursing homes, which we've seen. It's it's basic common sense. The Department of Health is warning against the use of animal doses of ivermectin to treat COVID. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs. Please work with your doctor. This is medical treatment. You wouldn't get your chemotherapy at a feed store. I mean, you wouldn't treat your pneumonia with your animal's medication. It can be dangerous to get the wrong doses of medication, especially for something that's meant for a horse or a cow. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. How did Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impact rural broadband internet? In January of 2019, Governor Phil Bryant signed a law allowing our state's 25 electrical cooperatives to offer high-speed internet options. Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation lobbied in support of this bill to improve the quality of life for all Mississippians. Because when Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. The Delta variant is deadly, and if we don't make changes now, we'll be forced to make cruel calculations soon. Mississippi hospitals are overburdened and struggling with capacity. More people will die because they won't have access to care. We must keep our healthcare system from being forced to choose who gets treatment and who doesn't. Please get vaccinated and follow CDC protocols such as masking indoors, even if you are fully vaccinated, and continue social distancing. Do this, and together we help ensure we're able to treat everyone who needs care. A message from the Mississippi State Department of Health. The Saints take on the Jaguars in their first home game of the preseason tonight. Fans will have to wear masks and show proof that they've had at least the first dose of the COVID vaccine or a recent negative COVID test. They have partnered with Oshner to give that first dose out tonight at the Superdome. While some lawmakers have expressed that a special session could be beneficial in helping provide funding for hospitals with staffing and capacity issues, it's not likely one will be called. I don't have any plans for a special session at this this time, I'm certainly uh, open to looking to any options. Governor Tate Reeves says staffing is the main concern and federal resources are inbound. An excessive heat warning is in effect for a large portion of Mississippi through 7 tonight. Heat indices above 110 will be common over the Delta region with values from near 105 to 110 degrees elsewhere. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details. And don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. Why join Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation if I'm not a farmer? Let's start with the valuable discounts on vehicles, travel, farm equipment, and much more, all of which would cover the cost of your membership. Throw in the insurance products, smarter banking, and agricultural advocacy, and the choice is clear. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. To Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show with guest host Gerard Gibbert. Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show is presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. The Foundation supports projects associated with the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks to protect and preserve Mississippi's wonderful wildlife heritage for generations to come. Good afternoon and welcome to Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show in the studio. Major Chris Reed with law enforcement, of course, Adam Butler, wildlife biologist, and today joining us, Ricky Flint, MDWFP Alligator Program Coordinator. Okay, speaking of alligators, you know whenever I play golf, which is a lot, I know, uh, I tend to have these encounters with wildlife. (laughs) So you had a gator encounter? I did. Yeah, down at Kiva Dunes in Gulf Shores. Great course, by the way. This was on 18, and uh, he was just on the bank, sunning. It could be a she. I don't know. We talked about that a couple of shows ago, right? How to mm-hmm. identify the gender of an alligator, and it was way over my head. But was uh, just sunning on the bank there between the greenside bunker on 18 and a lake that separates the course from some uh, three-story condos. Uh, I got within 30 or 40 feet and kind of uh, zoomed in my camera and took a couple of shots. I'm going to estimate it was 10 feet. You nice. had a gigantic head and was kind of had it at a 45 degree angle and was open. What does that mean? They ready to eat? They're basking. <laughs> okay. Thermoregulating. Yeah. Oh. So well. Ricky Flint has told me in the past that people generally overestimate the big ones and underestimate the little ones. Okay. Isn't that right? I think you've told me that. I may have. I think, for the most part, people overestimate all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have, we'll have to see. You, you show Ricky here. Let's see if it's a 10-footer. What do you think? What do you think, Ricky? Kind of hard to tell with nothing. Got the old moss on the back, yeah. though. You, I, yeah? That's definitely in the 9, 10-foot range. Okay. So Come on. Yeah. I just eyeballed it. Uh, what's the moss mean on the back there? What does that mean? That, that's probably just some floating vegetation that okay. was in the water when okay. he came out of the water and stuck okay. to his back. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, well, 
He wasn't bothering me. I wasn't bothering him. I was just playing through there on 18. Uh, but that's it's not unusual to encounter those guys around all those lakes in that yeah. area, right? Particularly, yeah. Yeah. So had you rather see the gator or the snake? Uh, the, the gator. Uh, well, I don't know why I feel that way. The snake almost stepped on. Probably because the snake let, lets you get so close. Yeah, well. And you don't know he's there. You can't. That's exactly yeah. right. You can't see him. You walk up. Not you know, as obvious. Yeah, a couple exactly feet from right. a 10-footer. You're going to have to be playing in the dark or have had a long day on the course <laughs> drinking cold pops. <laughs> well, in this case, it, you, it was visible from 30, 40 yards. Yeah. Uh, my, my partner and I said, I think that's a gator over there. Yeah. And they're so stationary. Right. That's, is that what they do when they bask there? Yeah, they're just, like I say, they're just thermoregulating there. Okay. Uh, if I had to guess, it was probably in the either in the earlier morning hours or late in the afternoon. Uh, this time of year, when it gets really hot, uh, they they usually don't get out in the sun because it gets too hot for them. I got you. Yeah, it's about um, ten thirty eleven. There I guess go. in the in the yeah. morning. So, but uh, not unusual again down there to see those guys. Uh, the the hurricanes that have come through have taken some of the vegetation that used to sort of line the fairways. I noticed that. Hadn't been down there a few years, but that's just, I guess, part of the na- the natural uh, sort of way that works. But a lot of the scrub brush and the scrubby little thorny trees that um, you don't want to be in when you're playing golf, <laughs> honestly. And there's lots of golf courses here in the Jackson area that they all have some alligators yeah. that hang out. but. Uh, as long as we don't have any people trying to throw them any food, we rarely have any serious problems with them. And speaking of which, the season opens this week, August yeah. 27th. It'll right? open up this Friday at 12 noon. And how long does it extend? So the public water season uh, lasts for 10 days, and then we also have a private land season that's open for those folks who made application and got approved for those uh, that it runs 23 days. Okay. And if those who want to hunt alligator, there's a process, right? They've got to get tagged. Definitely a process. Uh, we, I start working with uh, getting things ready for the alligator season just about February, and uh, things get approved through the commission. Then the process right now that's been working for three years is we have an electronic application process in the first week of June. Uh, you can go on there and make application, choose which zone you would like to be drawn to hunt in. Uh, we do a random drawing through a third-party entity, entity, uh, and those winners are notified by email. Gotcha. Uh, and then in that email, there's a link for them to go and actually purchase their permit uh, at that time. They have 48 hours to do so. Uh, at the end of 48 hours, any unsold permits are submitted to a second drawing. And then we do the same process again. So basically, by mid-June, we have uh, gone through the whole process, the drawing, permits have been sold, and we issue the permits out in mail. I got you. Uh, is it um, how many? Do you have an estimate? How many people actually hunt for alligators? So uh, the last few years, this it's running about. Uh, 34, 3,500 people are actually participating. Uh, we have, for instance, this year 985 permits distributed among the seven alligator hunting zones. On average, each hunting party will have about three and a half people in it. Okay. Hmm. How does that compare to Dove? Which it, that opens up right in September. 
Yeah, so um, I would say it doesn't compare to the um, participation that you'll see with dove hunting. That's okay. something that is takes place uh, statewide. There's no special permit required for it, uh, and it is a long-standing yeah. Southern mm-hmm. uh, family tradition. Businesses getting involved and in, uh, doing things for the employees. So, yeah, it's it's a big deal. Yeah, we've never. Um We've got it uh, to a degree, you know. Tried to track the number of hunters that you see, and um, not offhand, I don't know what that compares with. And compared with to dove, I don't know the number off the top of my head. I do know it usually runs the <clears throat> it'll it'll be the second most pursued species. Usually, deer's the top, yeah. and mm-hmm. then dove will be number two as far as right. like the total number of people mm-hmm. hunting. And all of that. Uh, the opportunity usually takes place yeah, within first, a three-day period. Yeah, yeah, the first yeah. weekend, first weekend, weekend and then weekend, after maybe. that, it really drops yeah. off. But I, there, I forget what that number is, but I'm wanting to say it's up close to around 100,000 people. Eighty to 100,000 people will participate in dove season some somewhere. Eighty thousand. Wow. What's the population looking like this year? Dove for the doves. Uh, it'll be good. You just. Just get out there and get after it. Doves, I think, generally only live to be, correct me if I'm wrong, you biologists, um, roughly about a year, right? Yeah, they're, they're not. They're, they're, they're they're their lifespan is yeah. not is not terribly long, period. Even if you if they get harvested in a hunt, their mortality rate is uh, is very, very slim, just hmm. on average. And I don't why that is, I have no idea. I've been kind of paying attention as I've been traveling around the state, and honestly, I'm I'm – I'm saying it's down just a little bit. I haven't seen as many doves uh, on the roadsides, power lines, particularly in the Delta, like like you have seen in some years. But uh, it remains to be seen. You know, and you also think uh, a factor that's going to play into the season when it begins uh, was the flooding that took place in the Delta in May or June, whenever that took place, the, the huge, mm-hmm. huge rains and, and flooding events that we had that, that wiped out a bunch of ag fields, and in the ag fields that got wiped out or included the dove fields that were planted. That's right. Uh, and, and they're no more. So uh, there'll be a lot of uh, fields prepared with wheat uh, spread that you can only do that once. Uh, so. It'll be interesting to see kind of what that looks like, and if that has an effect on the birds, and if they, you know, because they do migrate, um, then they're starting that process from all the way in Canada. And agricultural practices are constantly changing. You're mm-hmm. seeing uh, many of the crops that were traditionally more attractive to doves are being planted earlier, harvested earlier. Yeah. I know, for instance, your corn crop. I mean, there's there are fields in the Mississippi Delta that have been harvested two weeks ago. Right. Uh, maybe three weeks ago, hmm. um, and they're harvesting right now, and then that contributes to the Spreading dispersal of, of yeah. those birds going to those fields where the food is available. Hmm. And machines are a lot more efficient than they used to be, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what's this about the commission passing a, a measure last yeah, week? Yeah, just Tell wanted to that. update on that. So, uh, we talked about it last couple of weeks, but we put in a measure to. Uh, control the amount of uh, non-resident hunting pressure during turkey season okay. uh, by limiting um, non-residents uh, on public lands or limiting limiting the number of license sales through sort of a, a drawing process. Gotcha. And that, uh, that went final last week, so the commission did adopt it, so it is now uh, going to be the law for this coming season. Got it. 
All right, we'll step aside for a break right here, come back, talk a little bit more about gators and such on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies and hot, high near 97. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 75. Tuesday, a scorcher as well, sunny skies, high near 98. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 75. And a 40% chance of rain on Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 96. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net, now taking same-day appointments. The real estate market is always tough, but this market, it's unlike anything we've ever seen. When the average home stays on the market just 24 days and houses routinely go for more than the listing price, who you work with matters. Realtors have the expertise, local knowledge, and personal touch to give you a competitive advantage throughout the entire home buying process. And that's something an ordinary agent could never do. So make sure your agent is a Realtor. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 601- 864-3752. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
are back on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. We got the MDWFP folks, the panel in the studio today. See, talking wait about a minute, games. Gerard. I don't know how you do what you just did right there. What's that? Where he says you, it in that you, way. Well, you go from ACDC, oh. just blaring, rocking, you know, yeah. full stop, and then you just come in so smooth and calm. <laughs> How you do that? Oh, it's special skill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to radio school training. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. I, like, you know, uh, you got you got ACDC in the background. You should be coming on like, ah! You know? <laughs> well, no. it's uh, it's Metal Monday, yeah. and we happen oh. to have been discussing ACDC this morning hmm. uh, because Rhino played one of the, the tunes. I can't remember. What'd you, which one did you tell me it was? The TNT. First, TNT was the first hmm. one we played. And uh, it just got me thinking about uh, ACDC, the band, and there's some great YouTube videos where they're playing live in front of these gigantic audiences in this huge, very advanced, sophisticated stage. And I was just thinking about what great performers they are uh, in, in person and how the crowd is just big time into their music. Uh, but And I don't know the, the members of the band, their names, but... I think we've learned. I knew that one of them had passed away, and it was was it the bassist or the rhythm guitarist? I think there's still some confusion on that. But the one that I like, uh, that you just can't help but notice, is the the lead guitarist with no mm-hmm. shirt on. That's just nonstop for you know a couple of hours. I don't know how he does it. Yeah, he's got energy from Ooh. somewhere. He's still alive. He's still kicking. And he's 66 years old, also. some of our listeners said, and still playing with that Rocking kind of energy, which is... And speaking of ACDC, there are a number of our... There's some of our alligator hunters yeah. that are their particularly fond are... of Thunderstruck. Yeah. Uh, that's, there you go. That's one of their... Uh, theme songs that they like to listen to. They got like speakers on the boat or mountain <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, well, I've seen these boats. Yeah. Huh? Well, Tricked I was out. just I happen to have been talking about it's that anecdotally. Because I, you know, I coached youth baseball twenty five years, and there was uh, I guess ten or eleven years ago, uh, it was that was a popular mascot, the Thunder. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. had a Thunder in their town, you know, yeah. and they would all carry around the wagons with the sound systems, <laughs> and they would play Thunderstruck. Yeah, the Thunder here, you know. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, uh, but we, I, we, how how could it get any better? Is what we thought back then. Huh? That's exactly right. How could we improve on this? Nice you rabbit. Can. Nice rabbit. There, well, Adam to chase. That's just, a good you one. Know, I just point out, you know, you got that in the background, and, and Gerard's able to just <laughs> come in. Like Slit says, like the. He talks about the the alligator hunters. Like it's, they form teams and stuff, right? Yeah, oh yeah. And so you got guys with t-shirts. Like that. these groups have t-shirts, and oh, they've yeah. run together for years, where they put in their tags and permits, and they go <laughs> alligator hunting, and they roll out because you know it's like kickoff to the season. Yeah. And um, it's, pretty, it's become a big tradition. Well, kind of like cool. they're running out of the tunnel. Um, they got all the. You're sitting out there in the middle of the pitch black dark with. You're just hunting. Yeah. You're hanging out. So you got music blaring. It's a social deal. You're just Absolutely. hanging out. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and that's that's the really one of the neatest things that has uh, developed through through this opportunity when we started in 2005 is that people, yeah, you know, it's very difficult to go out there and alligator hunt by yourself and be effective. Yeah, and so you get more people involved, you get families and friends, and uh, they become. Uh, Effective, you know, among themselves. Yeah. Uh, this is your job. This is your job, and and they get better at it. And so they uh, try to all work together and um, 
in the effort to obtain and be drawn for a permit, and they all get to go, you know, multiple years. And some of these folks, I mean, this is this is something that they look for more to anything. And yeah. you know, they they set their uh, leave at work, you know, their vacation, <laughs> you know, around work that around hopes of getting hunting. a permit to go alligator hunting. That's all. You know. My feeling on that is uh, if they're doing it responsibly and following whatever rules there are and, and they're doing it safely, and if they're in harvesting alligator, that is uh, is in, certainly in the best interest of our environment, I'm all for it. There's probably a few of them listening. Maybe they'll call in and share some of their experiences. I bet you're right. So when did we start having alligator season in the state of Mississippi? The first alligator season started in Mississippi in 2005. Um, it was a very modest uh, opportunity on the Pearl River, north of Ross Barnett Reservoir, about a 13-mile stretch from Highway 43 up to Cole Bluff. Uh, it expanded uh, shortly after that to Lowhead Dam, and then we added portions of the main lake. Then in 2007, uh, we added the Pascagoula Zone, uh, which encompassed all of Jackson County. We did that, rocked on until about 2012, until we were able to open up uh, basically a statewide hunting season. It did include the northeast zone, but in 2013 we went completely statewide with seven alligator hunting zones. I got you. Well, uh, it's gained in popularity, obviously, since then, and sort of yes. evolved into a, a social event. The competition that Chris was just talking about, that's really cool. I didn't yeah, know it that. was it was so new in 2005. I think we had a few hundred uh, people that made application for those 50 permits that were uh, allowed in 2005 to now. Uh, we are pushing over 6,100 applicants uh, each year. Uh, for those 960 permits. Yeah. And we're talking, by the way, to Ricky Flint. He's the MDWFP Alligator Program Coordinator. So uh, are there some records for alligators that uh, there are know of? Um, the current record, uh, length record, uh, stands at 14 feet and a half inch. Uh, it was taken on That's one big. of the private land properties. Uh, we do have a uh, public water alligator that was also taken that was uh, 14 feet and a quarter inch. Uh, so those are the only two official records we have of alligators in the 14-foot range. We wow. have numbers of alligators in the 13-foot range. Um, last year, 875 alligators harvested. Uh, so um, Records is something we started keeping up with in 2005. We keep up with records of the largest and heaviest, both male and female alligators. Yeah. So it it can be – there's some danger associated anytime you're out in the wild with weapons and you're certainly hunting for uh, animals such as alligators that uh, can take on a human. What, what do you need to be careful about, Ricky? How do you stay safe? Well – <clears throat> you know, when we first started this, um, one of the things that uh, we brought right out of the gate was a mandatory alligator hunting training course uh, that every permit holder had to take because this was a very new opportunity in Mississippi. Uh, the regulations are uh, quite extensive and the requirements are uh, demanding. And so, uh, all those permit holders, and over the years, over 5,000 permit holders have been through that training course. Um, 
we have now transitioned to where the alligator training course is uh, voluntary. And last year, we actually got it to where the alligator training course is provided online. You can watch those mm. videos 24, 365. And so that has really helped uh, in that those uh, that information is more easily accessible anytime you want to look at it. But the most dangerous aspect of alligator hunting really has nothing to do with the alligator. It's more about uh, these uh, hunting parties that are out on the waterways, uh, typically you know loaded uh, to near capacity with either people and gear, um, and then add in the ex- the added danger of being on these waterways at night. Yeah. Uh, traditionally, that's when most of the alligator hunting activity takes is is at night, and. You know, there are a lot of people uh, that own boats in Mississippi that have spent numerous, numerous hours on the waterways uh, recreating. Uh, But it is a whole different animal when you get on the waterways at night. And let alone that much of this territory that people are hunting alligators in is usually occupied by uh, underwater obstructions, logs, stumps, uh, floating vegetation, shallow water. Uh, And so that in itself becomes the most dangerous aspect. Same for duck hunting, too, right, Chris? It's yeah, um, it is. Uh, so- somewhat, uh, being on the water is, is something to be to be mindful of. Um, the issues with waterfowl hunting, you know, in the darkness would be when you're going to go hunting for the, yeah. you know, before the sun comes up. And, um, you know, another thing that Ricky was talking about with the water and at night, and uh, some, some people... This may be the first opportunity for them to put their boat on a body of water that they're planning on hunting. They got drawn for a, a location that they aren't familiar with. They may run in there, you know, gangbusters, Wild West, run in there and let's go get an alligator and jump on this oxbow and not been on it before. So if the opportunity serves, allows you to go and, and kind of scout in the daytime, do that gotcha. get familiar with, you know. And run the boat motor before you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Don't run it for 20 minutes and get way out there, and then all of a sudden all the issues start well, showing the, these up. We're talking about uh, – we've got to go to a break yeah. right here. Sorry about that, Ricky. We'll yeah. come right back. We'll talk more about uh, alligators and being safe when you're hunting for alligators. Much more on Mississippi Outdoors Radio when we return. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Here's Corey and John Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. You know, Uncle John, I still remember my very first customer. You started at Juniker's as just a kid, didn't you? I was only seven or eight, and as usual, the store was crazy busy, so I went to help a lady. Her name was Miss Mary, and she wanted to look at diamond hoop earrings. I helped her find the perfect pair. Isn't that the best feeling? And Miss Mary is still a customer to this day. Folks, 
At Junikers, we have thousands of earrings for every budget. As Mississippi's direct diamond importer, we have the largest selection of diamond earrings in the state. And prices start at under $200. Give her diamond earrings from Junikers. Just tell us Miss Mary sent you. Come experience the most trusted name in jewelry for over 75 years now. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison and junikerjewelry.com. It's back. That's right, school is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right, school is back and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving your cash. Pay just $3.29 per month on the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross or pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s Plus. Get a free 40-inch TV with every purchase. We want your old vehicle, bring it in, and we'll buy it even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is the King of Credit. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Our team of experts is ready to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. School is back in session, so come get your deal now at Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Richland Mitsubishi. Eclipse stock number 1772. Mitsubishi G4 stock number 1795-1999. Down 3.9%. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team, 601-966-8233, or go to nomoreroofleak.com, nomoreroofleak.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Now that the Pfizer vaccine has full FDA approval, the military will move to mandate it for all service members. We're seeing hospitals and employers across the state issuing those same requirements. Dr. Mark Horn likens it to construction workers wearing hard hats or oil rig workers having to wear fireproof clothing. And even if you don't get terribly sick with it, you can spread it to others, like in our nursing homes, which we've seen. It's it's basic common sense. The Department of Health is warning against the use of animal doses of ivermectin to treat COVID. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs. Please work with your doctor. This is medical treatment. You wouldn't get your chemotherapy at a feed store. I mean, you wouldn't treat your pneumonia with your animal's medication. It can be dangerous to get the wrong doses of medication, especially for something that's meant for a horse or a cow. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your neighborhood Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey. On the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack, you can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda's been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire and Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASC certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Centers offers lube oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course tires, just like Kenda. Designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Centers support Mississippi Outdoors and, of course, 
We go the distance for you. If a muckety-muck wants you to hear what they got to say, they come here first and sit down with Gallo and JT. This is Ground Zero for all Mississippi muckety-mucks. Super Talk Mississippi. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. With a little ACDC. <laughs> Quite different than, was it, a week or two weeks ago? We were listening to like Alan Jackson and some stuff. <laughs> yeah, he got Ryan a little country mode. That, <laughs> That's right. I think you had a fill in that day. You know, each week on the program, Mississippi Outdoors Radio features one of Mississippi's state parks. This week, it's Clark Creek Natural Area. That's in Woodville, Mississippi. It's one of Mississippi's most beautiful, unexpected treasures, where you'll find waterfalls ranging in size from 10 to 30 feet in height on this 700-acre park. Clark Creek is a day-use park only and does not allow camping. It offers some challenging hiking throughout the park, so come prepared with water, good hiking shoes, and snacks. While hiking, you will experience a variety of hardwoods and pines, among other species, and a variety of colorful migrating and resident birds. This beautiful park is open year-round. They are closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays but open the rest of the week for you to enjoy a unique hiking experience. For more information about this park, visit our website at www.mdwfp.com or by calling the Pike, excuse me, the park direct at 601-888-6040. Don't forget, you can purchase an annual park permit for $50 that gives you access to all the state parks for a year. That's Clark Creek Natural Area. It's located in Woodville, Mississippi. Mark Cabin. Is that right? Cabin or Cabin? How do you say his last name? Cabin? I say that right? Sure. Is the manager. Woodville, Mississippi. That's a pretty cool area down there. I can't believe they've actually got big waterfall. Like yeah. That. It's uh it's it's supposed to be one of the you know cooler places in Mississippi with all that kind of stuff. You know you get down in that it. part of the state kind of the Tunica Hills down yeah, there, and you yeah. get, you know, big changes in elevation. So it's worth checking out. Hiking. Got some elevation to hike. It makes hiking more fun, I think, when you're changing elevations like mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's not the Smokies, but, you know, it's, I get we, it. we are Mississippi. You know, we don't have yeah. mountains. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> used to hike a little bit out in Arizona. The Camelback Mountain and the Foothills area yeah. sort of out there. Isn't that what cool. it looks like down there? Kind of red, sandy uh, I, I don't, I'm in southwest Mississippi? Yeah. Mm, probably not. 
I think you're you know looking more you know you know like I'm a lot about of like can- is that the, is that the place like like the, the little Grand the Canyon? Little Canyon, yeah, mm-hmm. red sand. Mm. Yeah. I think well, you're thinking of Red Bluff. Red Bluff, yeah, that's it. Red Bluff. Two different places. They what makes know. that sand red? Who knows what I'm thinking actually right now? <laughs> that's another rabbit got run run through here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it red, Mr. I, Biologist? You know that I can't. You know it's. There's probably, a reason, and I couldn't give it to you. well somewhere down the road. Yeah. well, yeah. Couldn't give it to you. We'll, I'll check on that. <laughs> and we'll we'll, we'll yeah, check with, the, get back yeah, with you. We'll get back with you well, next I can week. make it till next week. Yeah. We'll, res- yeah. we'll consult with our people. And let me make a correction. I told you that the longest alligator was 14 feet and a half inch. Yeah. It's actually 14 feet and three quarters of an inch. I want to give full credit uh, to Brian Burnside, who uh, caught that alligator in 2017. That stands as the current length record. Huh. Weighed 766 pounds. Ew. Man, big gator. Big. Which the heaviest male alligator recorded in the state of Mississippi was 826 pounds, and that was a that was the 14 foot one quarter inch alligator taken by Kenny Crushell in Warren County on one of the private land permits. That is a and that big was in 2015. Alligator. That's big. And 826 pounds. He'd eaten a lot of turtles. Man, a lot of turtles. They love snakes. Snakes, turtle. See, so now you're in a predicament. (laughs) Well, I have to share that actually, when I got to the green, uh, which was only a few yards away from this big alligator that I came upon, there was a turtle that was walking across the green, (laughs) headed for the water. Likely, don't they have like a special way to sense like where the water is and stuff? Obviously. So I've rescued them on the roads before, Adam. I got to ask you this question. My wife advises you're always supposed to place them away from danger, headed in the same direction. Is that true? I'm sure they had some idea of where they wanted to go. <laughs> well, I think anywhere's better. Than why did the turtle cross the road? Huh? I think anywhere's better than the middle of the road for them. <laughs> Probably true. Well, I just always kind of point them in the same direction off the road. Exactly. Yeah. My theory is, man, he's he's got a purpose. For yeah. going in that direction. I agree. Yeah. If you turn around, all you're doing is putting him back at risk again. Yeah, to turn around and so, go the same way. If you're going to stop and lending hand and at least get him in the direction I, he was going. That's what I always. How do. to think like a turtle? <laughs> <laughs> that's getting deep there. Well, he was a few yards away from the alligator, and my guess is he'll fi- he figured that out how to avoid. Probably that. needs to avoid the alligator. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> all right. So. Uh, what else we want to talk about with respect to the alligator? So one question would be uh, for you, Ricky, is what's the most fascinating fact about alligators you want to share with us? Anything in particular? You know, uh, alligators, to me, by far, the most interesting uh, animal in North America. Um, they are so adapted to everything. Obviously, they're a, a, a living dinosaur. We know uh, from fossil records that they have been around for millions of years. Um, they can withstand just about anything. They seem to be immune to all of the uh, bacterias and things that uh, normally would kill any other animal living in the water. Alligator. I've seen alligators with open chest wounds that I could actually look down through their back and see their lungs operating, but they're not dead, and they've been this way, you know, obviously for some time because they're healing up. But 
one of the one of the most unique things about uh, alligators, and we talk about we've been talking about COVID and vaccines and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're a physician out there and you're in the research world, I'm going to give you a clue. If they haven't already done this, they really need to be looking at the blood, the properties of the blood of alligators and crocodilians. We know that there are some very unique properties about alligator blood. We know there's some research that shows it is effective against staph infections. And I'm just wondering, is there so a, is there a, blood, not is there a treatment or different? a cure for alligators in I mean, in, in COVID? Uh, with alligators, and that I'll I'll just throw that out there and let people run you, with it. You talk about a rabbit. You now just, we're not <clears throat> advocating infusing alligators straight into yeah. No, 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 no. Disclaimer. No. Yeah, and we got to we'll, put that we'll disclaimer that out there real quick. But uh, the, the the unique thing is is um, the alligator eggs. Um, alligators lay their net eggs in a nest of heaped up material. Uh, the last week of June. In Mississippi, typically is when those are initiated, and they deposit 40 to 50 eggs in this mound of deposit of decomposing dead and live vegetation, sticks, mud. They sit there for 60, 65 days incubating, and there's a there's a very specific time during the incubation at around 21 to 30 days that the sex of those embryos is determined by the temperature at which they are being maintained in incubation. And I have to remember, cold-hearted women, okay? The eggs that are incubated below 89 degrees always are females. Hmm. The eggs that are incubated above 91 degrees are always males. I don't and even if the wanna, eggs are somewhere in between, in between, then you wind up with a mixture of both males and females. So hmm. what you can actually wind up with is, depending on incubation temperatures, you could actually have a nest that produces all males or all females, uh, hmm. depending on the temperature of those eggs. Hmm. It's pretty cool. You get smart listening to this program. You guys bring some smart folks on here. Well, it's all we about the guests, we think. And they also cannot digest food unless they can maintain 70 degrees Fahrenheit core body temperature. So hmm. uh, people who are worried about alligators uh, attacking and eating their in uh, the winter. duck dogs in the yeah. winter. Um, Those things, are, that's not on their mind right then. They, they cannot digest food in the winter. Well, and, and that's so that go, question. That's you know, we had that question on. like two two weeks ago, I think. Somebody was asking about alligators you see out when you're duck hunting and should you be worried about it right. and all that. And that's, yeah. Nah, they can't digest. Wow. That's, that's some fascinating stuff there, honestly. So the, the population of alligators is... It one time was uh, rather dwindling and in, in, in critical yes. situation, so, right? In 1967, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service put the alligator on the endangered species list across its entire range, which is right here in the southeastern United States. They're found nowhere else. Yeah. Um, after 20 years of protection, uh, that endangered species status was removed in 1987. Okay. And um, a lot of the states... Uh, you know the the benefit uh, we have seen also to help protect in alligators from poaching and things of the like. I mean, alligator hides are have traditionally been very sought after, very uh, uh, expensive uh, to be used in commodities. But the alligator farming, alligator ranching uh, science that developed as a result of the Endangered Species Act.
Hold that thought, uh, Ricky. Yeah. We'll come right back. we got a break right here. I want to hear the rest of that. Stay with us. Mississippi Outdoors Radio will return. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs. From decadent to affordable. You never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out-of-style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the end stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Neobellas and the Great American Cookies. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. If you work in the manufacturing world, Ace Bolt and Screw would like the opportunity to earn your business. Ace Bolt and Screw has been Mississippi family-owned and operated for more than 50 years. They specialize in vendor-managed inventory and they're ISO certified. Ace Bolt Bolt and Screw services and delivers fasteners for small, medium, and large-scale industrial operations across the country. Visit acebolt.net to learn more or call 601-355-3448. Discover vendor-managed inventory by Ace Bolt and Screw today. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus, bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers, along with Surrender Fire Ant Killer. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. 
We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Welcome back, Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show on this Monday. So, Ricky, please continue. Uh, tell us about the alligators and the how they have evolved from being on the endangered species. Yeah. So, what I was alluding to was back during that period when the alligator was on the endangered species list. That was all in an effort to give it some protection from poaching, due to the huge economic uh, impact that alligator hides have on the commercial markets. Um, basically, it had a price on its head uh, because uh, you could get so much money for an alligator hide back then. But uh, thanks to the state of Louisiana and a lot of research that was done there, uh, they were able to develop uh, successful alligator farming facilities. And those facilities are literally producing tens of thousands of alligators every year to be used uh, for those commercial products. Those commercial hides are going into the um, that market, and that takes the pressure off the need for uh, wild alligator hides. And so uh, that, along with uh, legislative protection has been uh, probably one of the most important things to help protect alligators and and bring the alligators back into the landscape. How are we doing with our population relative to other states that uh, also have alligators? I think all of the southeastern states are showing uh, at least uh, stable populations. I think it if we're all completely honest, uh, the populations are still gradually increasing over time. Um, I would say there's probably more alligators in the state of Mississippi than there has been since the 1900s. Uh, I think that's that's very safe to say. The vast majority of the alligator population exists from the southern two-thirds, which is basically Highway 82 and south, but we have records of alligators in all 82 counties. Mm. Now, some of that probably uh, comes from people who have illegally moved alligators around and released them into their own private ponds or creeks and things like that up in the extreme northeast portion of the state. Hmm. So the the habitats exist in all 82 counties? Yeah. Um, basically, any uh, public waterway or any water drainage system in the state of Mississippi, every one of them have uh, a native population of alligators. Uh, and you go all the way back into the 1930s, uh, Miss Fanny Cook documented alligators that existed uh, in Knoxby, uh, Octibby Hall, and Clay Counties mm-hmm. along Tibby Creek and what was then Tom Bigby 
River. And um, so they've been here for a very long time. What's their protection from the hunters? How do they elude the hunters? I would say uh, are they real very, wary? Are they real? They obviously can see some long distances. Yeah, because um, I mean, I've, I've, you, you see one way off, and you think I'm going to get him or whatever, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he, or they feel something in the water. Or, right. I think between disappear. their ability to uh, see long distances or at least detect movement. Yeah. Uh, as well as uh, their they have this huge network of nerves uh, that are found around their snout, that huge bony skull. Uh, if you look at the skull of an alligator, there's these little pit holes all over it, hundreds of them. Mm. And those are nerves. Those are all sensory nerves that help them in detecting prey in their mm. lion weight. Yeah. Hmm. mode that they use to uh, prey upon live and dead animals. So between those two, I mean that... You think we'll break a record this weekend? (laughs) There is always an opportunity for a record to be broken. There are some enormous uh, individual alligators out there. The the limiting factor is can you be there at the right time with the amount, right amount of skill set to uh, be able to capture them and get them to the boat. The water levels are good? Water levels this year are going to be an impact to alligator hunters. Uh, some of the river levels are have gone extremely, I'm not going to say extremely low, but they're definitely right. below average. Lower. And uh, so that is going to limit access to boaters to be able to navigate some of these waterways, which could result in some of the hunters uh, kind of getting uh, congregated in some of those areas. Mm. But we'll see. Um, in in most years, the last six or seven years, water levels have been very good to excellent. Um, the Mississippi River, for those folks who are hunting along the southwest hunting zone and the west central zone, uh, the Mississippi River is, is down around about 12, 13 feet right now, but it's going to be experiencing a rise this week. So that's going to help them a little bit by this weekend when it opens. Got it. So just uh, we, we're about out of time here. We've got to go. But there was a question about uh, the actual date it opened. Somebody said that the website may reflect the 28th. No, it's 27th. 27th. If, here's, if, if you go do a Google search and you get onto an old website page or an old announcement, you're going to see some of the old got it. Uh, dates. But it is August 27th, 27th, this Friday at 12 noon. Always enjoy having you guys in. Mississippi Outdoors Radio, we're out of time. Rhino and I will be back tomorrow. Stay safe. God bless, everyone. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.